welcome back. Chandra Zas is an Odyssey, Food and Mood. Heal your gut. Yeah. All right. So this week, I'm going to wrap up this month on relationships, and I'm going to wrap it up on the topic of love. Love is always an option. I started out the month talking about that love is an emotion and a feeling and all of our emotions, feelings come from our thoughts. They're all think every feeling that we have, including love, is directly created and caused by our thoughts. So what if love is always an option? And most of the time, it is really the best option. And sometimes it's really hard to get there. I used to have a best friend. We were best friends for a decade and we were really close. We were so close that most people confused us and called us each other's names. We were, we traveled together. We moved to a few different places together. We worked at retreat centers together. We were really, really, really good friends. Sisters, I mean, we were really close. And we had a really big falling out almost seven years ago now, and we haven't spoken in seven years. And until about a year ago, every time I heard her name or I thought about her, I hurt, my insides hurt, I felt pain. And it was around a year ago that I came across this teaching that talks about the importance of doing the work on relationships even when we're no longer in a relationship. Even when someone's died or even when we've no longer, we're no longer in contact with someone that there's still value and a reason to do the work on the relationship. Because the relationships that we have, they're all in our head anyway. So the relationship that I have with anybody in my life is based on the thoughts, the stories that I have about that person, what I think about them, how I perceive them, what's my perspective, what are my judgments, what are my expectations. This, everything in my head is my half of the relationship. And the other person has what all of the thoughts that they have about me and that's their experience of the relationship. So even when we don't talk to someone again because they're dead or because they're no longer in our life, every time we think about them, we're still in relationship. All of those thoughts are still causing feelings. Just like with my friend, whenever I thought about her, I was feeling pain. And when I came across this teaching, I really, I decided to go for it and see what would happen if I did this work on this relationship. And I still have not talked to her. We still have no communication, but I feel so much better. I have, I when I think about her, even now talking about her, I feel at peace with our relationship and with what happened and with the situation, with what it is. But to get there, I had to do the work. I had to really go back through the relationship and look at what were my pieces I had to own. I had to stop blaming her. If you look at my, if you listen to my previous episode on blame, I had to stop blaming her for what, what I think she did wrong. I had to really work on my 
I had to look at and work on my expectations of friends. I had to let go of that friends should always be show up on time, that friends shouldn't lie, that people shouldn't cheat. I had to realize that my, those beliefs that I had grabbed onto were what was causing me to blame and hate my friend. And so I had to do some internal work. I had to really sit down and look through the thoughts that were creating all of the bad feelings that I had about her. And I really had to shift my perspective. I had to change my expectations of friends and of people. I had to accept people are half bad and half good. And 50% of the time they do messed up things and 50% of the time they're glorious. I had to really understand and embody that concept and accept that before I could let go of the blame that I had towards her. And I also had to take a really good look at myself and own what were my parts? What, were, what was my part of our relationship deteriorating? And it, it was humbling to really look at. And I don't, I don't actually know what her perspective is. I'm not sure what she would say is my part. But what I could own about my part was embarrassing. And I had some... It was a little difficult to own up to my piece. And my piece was that I really took her for granted. I took her for granted in an ugly way, in a way that I didn't appreciate her, and in a way that I didn't... I wasn't on her level and connected to her. I started treating her... I started treating her poorly from a place of taking her from taking her for granted. And so... I had to learn from that and I had to own that that was my piece and I had to look at other places in my life that I was maybe doing that and I did find a couple other places where I was doing that and I had to show up with some humility and some humbleness and own that piece and it is really really valuable work it's really this relationship was so painful for me and all my friends know it all my family members know it they know that this relationship is painful for me and now this year this last year to be liberated from that pain. I always wished her the best. I always, even from the first year that we weren't talking, I always wished her the best, even though even though I still felt so much pain. And now I really wish for her the best. And when I think about her, I can actually feel love for her as a human, as a fellow human, as an old friend, I can feel love for her. And that is a really special thing because love is always a choice. and. If we can do, if we choose to put in the time and energy to do the work, we can always get to a place of love for anyone, even for the really extreme things, the the rape cases, the molestations. Like if we really dig into the stories and we look at for different perspectives and we stop blaming and we stop judging someone's character for an action that they did, these are two different things. What someone does is different than who they are. We are all worthy of love. We are all, love is always an option, even when actions and behaviors are not cool. And to do this work and to separate this out and to choose love, it's a state of grace. It's up there with gratitude. Gratitude and love, I think, are two of the most beautiful and special emotions to feel and embody and intentionally generate. 
it's totally possible to feel love way more than we do. <clears throat> way more than you do, way more than I do. It's a possibility. It's not a mystery. It's not a miracle. It's not something that just happens to us. It, love happens from our thoughts, from the way we see the world, from the stories that we tell. All right, I had a blast this month talking about love. It's one of my favorite topics. And even though it seems like it's a little bit of a step out of food and mood and gut health, it is extremely connected. I mean, this is the belly. This is the this is what holds us up. These, you know, these are the important things in life. Love is one of the most important things in life for all of us, for every human. All right, thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. See you next week. We'll